Hello, hello. Welcome to BCBO Daily. It is Friday, July 2nd, and I am your host, Dan Merch. We have made it through a jam-packed week, and we are a mere hours away from a beautiful holiday weekend. I hope everybody had a great week. I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend planned. I do. I have a couple barbecues planned, some time with family and friends. Forecast is a little up in the air for this weekend, but we're going to make the best of it. We're going to have a great time. I'm really looking forward to it. Scheduling note, Monday, uh, 4th of July is actually on Sunday. Monday is obviously the observed holiday. So I am not working and there will not be a podcast. So you guys will have to wait till Tuesday to enjoy my sweet, sweet voice again. So as I like to do with these holidays, we're going to turn this into a little bit of a history podcast. Now, I am not going to give a history of the 4th of July. I hope everybody listening to this podcast knows what the 4th of July is, why we celebrate Independence Day on that day. So what I thought I'd do was share a couple fun facts that I found about our birthday of our country and July 4th, and just make it a little bit fun. So let's get into it. So we didn't actually declare our independence on July 4th. Okay, so we actually declared it. The official vote took place two days before, and then the declaration was published in the papers on July 4th. So that's why July 4th is considered the Independence Day, why we celebrate on that day. But the vote to actually do it actually took place on July 2nd of 1776. Thought that was pretty cool. Next one is something that we've already actually talked about when we talked about Flag Day. Designer of the 50-star flag, if you guys remember, actually came from a gentleman living in Ohio. His name was George Heft. So again, we already talked about that. Won't go into him too much, but just nice to know that you know, somebody out there just kind of created our flag, some high school student. Pretty cool. Now, this is kind of gross, in my opinion. But according to the, and I didn't even know this existed, the National Sausage and Hot Dog Council, Americans are expected to eat about 150 million hot dogs over the 4th of July holiday weekend. That is insane. There's going to be 7 billion hot dogs estimated to be eaten during the summer season from Memorial Day to Labor Day. That is a crazy amount of hot dogs. I do not eat hot dogs anymore. I actually don't eat meat at all anymore. I've kind of, I've been almost 10 years now since I've transferred to, I guess, not really a vegetarian diet. I guess it's called a pescatarian diet. I don't eat uh, red meat, chicken, pork. I do eat fish, shrimp, stuff like that. So I think that's what's considered a pescatarian, but that might be changing. So on a side note, if you guys have not watched it yet, I highly recommend you watch the documentary called Game Changers on Netflix. It is a fantastic documentary about the science behind what we eat and what we do, the effects it has on our body. Um, Anthony actually watched it first, recommended it to me, and it is mind-blowing. So check it out. Maybe it'll change your opinion. Maybe it won't, but there's going to be a lot of hot dogs eaten this weekend. I will not be participating in any of those. All right, moving on. Only two men actually signed the Declaration of Independence on July 4th in 1776 one of them being Charles Thompson and the other one being John Hancock, who most of us know because he put his name so freaking big. The other 54 delegates signed it over the course of the next month or so. So that's where that's how that went. There's actually something written on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And no, it is not a treasure map for anybody who likes the movie National Treasure. It is actually a little statement that says the original Declaration of Independence dated July 4th, 1776. No one knows who wrote it or when they wrote it, but it was added there at some point so that I guess to date it so everybody knew when it was from. 
one person actually recanted their signing of the Declaration of Independence. Richard Stockton, a lawyer from the great state of New Jersey, became the only signer to recant his support after being captured by the British in November of 1776 and thrown in jails. He was abused and tortured and all sorts of stuff for years. He recanted his signing of it. And when he got released, he found that the British, anyway, destroyed his property, stole all of his stuff, burnt down his library, all that kind of good stuff. The average, well, not good stuff for him, but all that kind of good stuff, I guess, in the British mind. The average age of the signer was 45 years old. Good to know. The youngest signer was Thomas Lynch and Edward Rutledge, who were only 26. Benjamin Franklin of Pennsylvania was the oldest at 70. And speaking of those old guys, the actual Declaration of Independence was written on a laptop. Now, obviously not a modern laptop like we think of, but Thomas Jefferson had this little writing desk that he sat over his lap, and at the time it was referred to as a laptop. Pretty cool. They are going to sell a ton, and I mean a ton, of fireworks this weekend. According to the, again, another association I didn't know existed, American Pyrotechnics Association. Americans will spend more than $1 billion on fireworks this year. That is a lot of money. Out of this, only 10% of the fireworks displays are set off professionally, which probably accounts for the fact and explains why there's an estimated 12,900 firework-related emergency room visits across the country each year. Okay. Now, going way back in time, when they first started celebrating Independence Day back in 1778 on its second anniversary, George Washington, in order to celebrate our independence and celebrate our birthday, ordered a double ration of rum for all the American soldiers to celebrate the holiday with. That was pretty nice. Thanks, George. The tradition of doing fireworks, which we spend, we're gonna, we just said we're gonna spend about a billion dollars on, dates back to as early as the first one in 1777. So John Adams wrote in a letter to his wife, Abigail, that he wanted Independence Day to be celebrated with pomp, parade, shows, and illuminations. So that's why fireworks have been going on all this time, okay? Uh, let's see, what else? According to national sentence, not completed until 1790, there was only about 2.5 million people living in America in 1776 when the Declaration of Independence was signed. As of a couple years ago, we are now home to over 325 million people. So there's a lot more people here to celebrate Independence Day and have themselves a great weekend. Uh, as we also talked about in our Flag Day episode, you cannot be wearing the flag on your shirts, your beach towels, your shorts, your headbands, whatever else. It turns out it's a violation of the flag code. So get rid of those American flag speedos and put on something else this weekend to celebrate. Hopefully it's warm enough that you can get to be out in a pool and enjoy the nice weather. This is, I knew this one. This one's kind of weird. A lot of people might know, but Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, they both died on July 4th, 1826, within five hours of each other on the 50th anniversary of signing the Declaration of Independence. That's just crazy to me. So nothing crazy there, but that's just crazy to me. And lastly, this I was surprised by. July 4th was not deemed a federal holiday until 1870, nearly 100 years after we were founded. I would have thought that would have been like kind of the first one that they turned into a federal holiday. No, it would be the birthday of the country. So anyway, those are just some fun facts. I know nothing crazy, but maybe you have something to talk about at one of your barbecues this weekend. Toss out some 
some information that nobody else knows, make you seem a little bit smart, make you seem a little bit funny. As you can tell, I'm in a good mood. I'm really looking forward to the weekend. Today is shaping up to be a good day. I got some things to take care of. I got some phone calls to make, but overall, nothing on my plate that's looking like it's too stressful and looking to roll into a holiday weekend in a good frame of mind. And I hope everybody is too, but let's get through our Friday first. Okay. So let's go out there. Let's go pay the rent on our success. Let's keep asking ourselves that question. How would the person I want to be handle the thing I'm about to do? Keep pulling ourselves forward. Keep putting ourselves in that forward thinking mindset. Now also understand things aren't going to always go as we plan them. It's just not going to happen. Things are going to come up today that I'm not expecting to deal with. I just got done talking about the nice, easy, no stress day that I'm expecting. I also know that's probably not what's going to happen. There's going to be some things that come up that I don't want to deal with on a Friday before a holiday weekend, but you know what? It's going to be okay. I'm going to figure it out. And so are you. So let's limit that negative self-talk and let's be kind to ourselves. At the end of the day, let's sit down. Let's reflect on everything that happened today, everything that happened this week. Make adjustments where we need to, but let's make sure we're seeking out and celebrating our successes. They're going to be there. Let's seek them out. Let's pat ourselves on the back as we wrap up the week like we always do. We talked about yesterday. Let's make sure we're setting ourselves up for success next week, okay? We've got a nice holiday weekend ahead of us, and when we come back, there's going to be a lot going on. Let's make sure our calendars are in order. Let's make sure our reminders are in order. We've got everything prioritized, and we're in a good position to start next week off strong, okay? Go check out the website, BCB. Oh, USA.com. That's where you can get all the good, good. And as we end this week and head into the weekend, I'm going to say it every day because it's important. Let's go out there. Let's be positive. Let's put some good out into the world. We will get good back. Don't let the world beat you down. It's okay. You're going to figure it out. Put good out. You will get good back. That's the formula and it works. I hope everybody has themselves an awesome Friday. I hope everybody had themselves a great week. And I hope everybody has themselves a wonderful holiday weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you all are too. Thank you for listening all week long. I really appreciate it. As always, if you have any questions, comments, just want to talk about anything, give me a call, send me an email, reach out on Facebook, however you want to do it. But thank you. I do appreciate it. Have yourselves a great day. And we'll talk again on Tuesday. Bye.